Germany, 377 medals. Norway, 329 medals. Russia, 314 medals. These are the countries at the summit of Winter Olympic success. This show is not about those countries. This show is about the little guys. The underdogs. The athletes with a pocket full of dreams and everything to prove. This is Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, cul-de-sac to Korea. Good morning. Yeah. Welcome to Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, cul-de-sac to Korea. How are you, Rig? Mate, I am, yes. So tired. So early. Brain's not even working to put words together. No, no, not even close. So we're running on uh, the finest Korean cold brew coffee in a tin. It's like some. It's basically just, I think, unfiltered liquid crack. Yeah, it is just. It's mostly water. It's horrible, but it's the only thing that we can get because you cannot get a decent coffee in Korea. Nope. Uh, and you can't even get a coffee that's not a million degrees and just <laughs> lava. <laughs> it's going to absolutely scold your face off. So it is, uh, I think, day 11. Might be day 10. Oh, <laughs> it was so long. <laughs> Anyway. Whatever day it is, the Olympics are still on and we're still covering it. <laughs> Fucking let's jump in. The Olympics are inexplicably still happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> feature athletes. A lot of our feature athletes are finished, but there yep. is one big exception to that. Yes. The Nigerian bobsled team. And yep. we are so close to our exclusive world first trackside yes. interview with them. Never been done. It's happening tonight. Yep. We're bringing it to you live uh, on tomorrow morning's cast. <laughs> <laughs> Live recorded tonight and Played then delivered tomorrow. 10 hours later. Yep. Live. Yep. It's South Korean live. <laughs> so that's. Oh. oh. Oh, yeah. It's South Korean live because if anyone saw the ice dancing yesterday. Oh, it is. Holy shit. <laughs> oh. Whoever is running the production suite. For the uh, for the ice dancing broadcast, yeah, needs to be fired, yeah, because there was a significant wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, um, I'm not, I can't remember which uh, which country it was. Oh, yeah. it was France. That's yeah. right. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, and, and effectively, uh, this this poor ice dancer towards the end of the routine, um, she's had uh, a. Her top has slipped, and there has been a lingering broadcast shot yeah. on her exposed nipple. So I mean, point, I mean, I yeah. mean that, that that's when it was live, but it only got worse because they did a slow motion replay of the routine. Who the fuck does and that? And it just it was just there. Yeah, and just it zoomed, zoomed in, in, and I was like, <sighs> yeah, that's, that's that's a tough moment for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, I felt really bad for it. I was like, <laughs> oh no. The worst part was that, uh, as the internet has a tendency to do, the worst parts of it came out immediately. Oh, and a Reddit yeah. thread popped up about yeah. four seconds afterwards. Yeah, I was on Reddit at the time and I, I literally refreshed and there were like 17 posts. Oh, and I'm like, oh dear. That's the worst. Uh, but that's actually happened in the figure skating. Uh, already, so this this oh, game, yeah. it was earlier. There was a, uh, I think it was a Korean couple. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and so this girl is a as woman has skated out onto the ice, and her top 
two seconds into this routine, the back of it, the latch has just broken. Yeah. So she, in order to stop her entire top coming off mm. uh, mid routine, yeah, she's had to skate. Um, like she's just come out of finishing school with the shoulders back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no lifts. They've they've basically just gone into the uh, Pulp Fiction dance off yeah. sketch <laughs> instead I've, of doing their uh, Olympic routine. And that has got to hurt with all the training that you do. You get there and a wardrobe malfunction. And the other bad thing about it is that with figure skating, like your costumes don't get you marks. I'm pretty sure. Shit, it's no. just, it's just so it's like there's literally you're you're picking the worst things for yourself to wear, and it's just when shit comes undone like that, what the fuck are you meant to do? Literally, yeah. But but also it's the bits of uh, of figure skating and ice dancing that seem to actually have the most possibility of going wrong, which is the music that you pick and the costumes that you wear are the bits that everybody is like, yep, these are the most controversial parts of uh, of, of figure skating. We want everyone to dance to exactly the same song and wear exactly the same shit. Holy shit, though. There, uh, we, we covered right... Uh, we covered at the beginning of the cast um, when we first got all of this started that uh, a new rule that had come in with figure skating where yeah. they were allowed to have lyrics now in their in their stuff. And, and we asked the question, why, why has it taken so long? Is it because it distracts people? We can now say with 100% conviction that, yes, it fucking, it does. fucking does distract. There was, a, there was a, a couple dancing to a bizarre Ed, Ed Sheeran mashup medley, and I was like, what is happening? Despacito came yeah. out at one stage. That was very odd. There's... um. A- I'm I'm going to say this. I think it's a travesty, a scourge on the scene of figure skating. Call me a traditionalist. Yeah. But get rid of the lyrics. Yeah. Get rid of the lyrics. It's destroying the noble sport yeah. of figure skating. <laughs> you, and, the, and, the sport that we've become an expert in in the last nine days. Oh, we've watched a lot of shit on ice. <laughs> <laughs> and I want that to be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> From the comforts of our hotel room, nothing but ice. Yeah. Um, but, oh, <laughs> horrible choice of words. <laughs> but nothing but ice no, in our hotel nothing room. Nothing but ice in our hotel room. Uh, no one of the maids hate us. But it is, just, it is just one of those ones where I think the real criminals in this entire, uh, like, broader scheme of figure skating are the fucking people editing these songs because they are ham-fisting these cuts oh, in there. yeah, they're really bad. That Sheeran one, I'm like, look, as someone with a music degree, it doesn't take it doesn't take somebody who's musically trained to listen to a mashup and go, that doesn't quite fit. Yeah. They've just taken <laughs> one line of the verse, ham-fucked it into two lines of the chorus, and then there's a weird Latino instrumental break that was never there before. I was well, I was always one of those people in uni and high school where I couldn't listen to music while I was studying, and so I've, I've translated that directly into the watching of figure skating. It's like, I really need to put the fucking blinkers on or watch it on mute <laughs> in order to fully understand what the guys are doing on the ice, because <laughs> it's just getting into my head too much. Yeah, well, we digress. <laughs> Severely. <laughs> Not, Nigerian bobsled is tonight, um, as we as we mentioned, and we'll be there. But more importantly, we spoke to Ash Werner. She's a huge fan of the show, and we're a huge fan of her oh, after yeah. speaking with her. Big dame. She is a legend. Yep. Uh, for people that aren't familiar with Ash's story, the Australian women bob, women's bobsled team for the Pyeongchang Olympics were famously denied 
um, a ticket mm. by their association. Not the AOC. Sliding Sports Australia. Absolutely. Our beef today is not with the AOC for just this one segment. Exactly. We're putting that hate on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. I ready to be it. picked up again tomorrow. I can see it there. That cup overfloweth. Yeah. <laughs> However, right now, Sliding Sports Australia, there is some insidious shit happening yeah. at Sliding Sports Australia. There's a bloke called Ted Polglaze, who is exactly the sort of villainous fuck that you would expect. With a name like that. <laughs> yep. Uh, he himself was denied entry uh, and participation in two Olympics before he made his debut as in, a bobsledder. In Nagano in 98. Yep. And so we're seeing some history repeating shit and some grizzled old man ivory tower horse shit. Yeah, yeah. Because he basically said, women's bobsled team, you guys aren't experienced enough despite the fact that you've qualified and the Meet AOC... international standards. Yeah, yeah, the AOC and the IOC have said, your ticket's stamped, we'll see you in Pyeongchang. Yeah. So we spoke to Ash to find out her thoughts on life of the universe and see if she would like to answer a couple of our questions... In a segment that we like to call Meddling with Ash Werner. Hypothetical question. Yes. Let's say I'm a baker. I've put blood, sweat, and tears into my cakes, pies, tarts, and freons. I've been applying for the Great British Bake Off, but keep getting knocked back year after year. I finally make the bake off and do okay. I decide to get into the baking industry properly and helping out other bakers. Then you come along. You're a naturally talented baker and have made the bake-off on your first try. Even though the people running the bake-off think you're good enough, I don't reckon you have what it takes, so I inform the organisers that you aren't going. Does that make me a dickhead? <laughs> I got stuck on what was your baking specialty. What are you cooking that you're not good enough to make? I'm very confused as to your baking prowess here. It's, if you no, could just answer the question of whether it's dickhead or not a dickhead. <laughs> uh, right, my bad. Sorry, sorry. I got sidetracked by food. That's the best I've <laughs> and I don't eat carbs for like eight months of the year. So I kind of get a little bit sidetracked. Uh, it definitely it definitely doesn't make you a great person. <laughs> Fair. That, that is a very diplomatic response. It, it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't really help foster the development of baking within Australia. It would probably be my best response to that. Absolutely. You yes. are a future politician. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Just nailing this. <laughs> You're also a way better person than we are. I <laughs> uh, gotta, gotta, gotta be good. <laughs> <laughs> so we've uh, we've got a section. Uh, sorry, we've got a segment called meddling with insert athlete's name here, which is effectively our uh, our go to would you rather uh, segment that we ask all of the Olympians uh, that we've been interviewing. Um, it it doesn't get weird. <laughs> just to, okay, just okay, to, just to be like, yeah, it doesn't end up being. Uh, some strange shit involving appearance. It is always just uh, above board. But uh, are you happy to play meddling with Ash Werner? Let's go. Love it. First came off the rank. Would you rather live with someone who plays really loud music all night or someone who never washes the dishes? Really loud music all night. Why? Uh, because, as you can tell, I'm a, I'm a bit of a foodie and um, – Having dirty dishes in the morning when I get up to like cook breakfast before training is possibly the worst thing ever. Yeah, fair. I thought you were just going to be like, well, as you know from this three minute conversation we've had, I'm an absolute party animal and I'm all about the jams. <laughs> I, I never uh, sleep. 
as, as an athlete, I'm going to have to probably advise against that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair, fair. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather be forced to wear wet socks for the rest of your life or only wash your hair once a year? Wet socks because um, that is the life of a winter athlete. Your socks are always wet because no shoes are ever good enough to keep all the water out. I so I guess I'm kind of like used to it. Great response. Uh, would, you, <laughs> would you rather go to an all-you-can-eat chicken wing place with unlimited ranch sauce with Jeff Hugel or get drunk and go clubbing with Grant Hackett? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, all-you-can-eat because it's all-you-can-eat. Yeah. Also, Jeff Hugel is pretty pretty good company, yeah. I think. He's a, he's a good bloke. He is a good bloke. Yep. It's a, it is all-you-can-eat wings as well. So and yeah, there'd be no really. portion control happening with uh, with Jeff, and that's fine. We can we can like edit it. We can... aren't good with portion control. <laughs> and that, we, we we can always go back and edit out that Jeff Hugel is a good bloke chat. <laughs> okay. I mean, he did, he did come to a sausage sizzle once when I was uh, with Sydney Uni Rugby, and he he was lovely. Took photos with us and and donated to our cause and everything. So top bloke, top bloke. Oh, he he will go to any sausage sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, tro- he trolls the local newsletters and papers. Oh, sausage sizzle. Bunnings on a Saturday, just how many Bunnings can you hit up? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Would you rather watch Cool Runnings every day for the rest of your life or go to a Bali prison for 15 years for a crime you didn't commit with Chappelle Corby's family as your legal team? Oh. Okay, give me a minute. This is a... This is a- <laughs> um, probably... Definitely. Uh, maybe Cool Runnings. True story, I did watch it three times on the plane from Calgary to La Plante, to France. And I also did try to get the Jamaican pilot to watch Cool Runnings with me. And um, He was preoccupied. You never do that mid-flight. <laughs> It didn't work. We were when we were in um, Whistler after a race one day. I was like, "Hey, Seldwin, who's the Jamaican male pilot?" I was like, "Let's watch Cool Runnings tonight." And he was wearing a Cool Runnings jumper, and he just looked at me. I was like, "Get out!" You think you get it all the time as an Australian bobsledder? <laughs> oh, <there's, laughs> He's living the nightmare. <laughs> loving it though, loving it for sure. So probably watch Cool Runnings. I, I got to admit, I do love that movie. Follow up, follow up question. Uh, this is, isn't a would you rather, but just more of it out of interest. Yes. How long is that flight from Calgary to La Plante? We we had to take a flight from Calgary to to Montreal, and then a flight from Montreal to Brussels, and then a flight from Brussels to France. Uh, to sorry to Berlin, and then we had to get a van and drive from Berlin to Austria to pick up a sled, and then we drove from Austria to the French Alps. I didn't realise that being a bobsled uh, Olympic hopeful meant that you became a contestant in the Amazing Race. (laughs) (laughs) It was five days, um, but but yeah, I mean, there should have been a film crew following us. It would have been really interesting. We we had an interesting moment on the highway um, from Berlin to Austria where we drove past a van that was full of German army men and then we were writing notes to them in the window and they ended up following us on facebook and and it was it was a beautiful experience thank god you ended that sentence with <laughs> on, on facebook, facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was i thought this was gonna take a severely wrong turn uh would you rather no um yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay final one yes yeah. 
You have to be game for this one. Uh, always game. I'm a bobsled. I'm game for. I'm not going to finish that sentence. Actually, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Would you rather eat poo that tastes like chocolate or chocolate that tastes like poo? Oh, would would anyone find out about it? Would this just be for my own person? Like, would I just be doing this in the comfort of my home, or would this be? Like, I don't know. That's a weird question, but like, actually, no, no. That, that's and, a, that's and a we're, we're, so so. Okay, so here's here's the premise. Every you're every, a baker. Every, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Here it is. Here it is. Every portion of chocolate in the world looks like shit. So whether it's yeah. in the privacy of your home or a deserted a restaurant or what have you, it looks like forever. shit. Forever. Yep. Okay. Probably uh, poo that tastes like chocolate because surely the thing that makes poo bad is that it tastes like poo, right? So if it tastes like chocolate, then it's kind of more okay. Yeah, that is that is the correct answer. We're with you. Oh, yeah. we're, <laughs> People we're, always say there's no right or wrong answer, but there always is. There always is for that one. All, yeah, <laughs> there, there's, there, there's always a right or wrong answer. There's always a favorite child. Don't believe everything oh, you hear. I, 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 oh, I, go- no, don't worry. I tell my brother that all the time and he argues. <laughs> but, I, I got into a massive debate with a mate years ago over this question and he was just like, yeah, I'm definitely eating the chocolate. I'm like, but it tastes like shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, but like I'm not eating shit. I'm like, but you are eating yeah, shit. Yes, correct. The taste. <laughs> would, it would just taste like it's chocolate is is already bad for you. The thing that makes chocolate good is that it tastes delicious. So why would you eat chocolate that's bad for you that then also tastes bad? Thank you. What's, Bang. What's the point of that? Exactly. Oh, people, get around it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm advocating for this. It's probably not a good. <laughs> no, no, it, it is. It is exactly exactly what uh, what we wanted, and and also exactly what should happen. So pe- people you. show people's questions. You just uh, bring the people what they want. <laughs> oh gosh! Bloody hell, she's a legend. Oh, just top shelf. Just game for everything. Yeah, we're massive fans of huge Ash. fans. Massive fans, and wow, that is the quote that she's given us about the Bake Off. Amazing. That's one of my favourite quotes from any interview that we've ever done. That is my favourite piece of writing I've ever done for anything that we've ever done together. <laughs> I was so happy with it. Justified. Yeah. Justified. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you again to Ash for uh, uh, for speaking with us. And if you want to get in contact with Ash or follow her pursuits, um, she is on Instagram at... Ashley Werner. With an L-E-I-G-H, I'm fairly certain. We... Let me do a quick fact check. Yep. Quick, stall them. I was totally right. Yeah, 10 points. Ashley Werner. Ah, city. Ashley with an L-E-I-G-H, Werner. Love it. Okay, so moving on to much, much more somber news. Yes. Latvia. Good Lord. Why are you allergic to success? (laughs) When will you get your shit together? Here's the story. It's like the end of a sporting movie. It's like Rudy or something like that. It's like the end of a sporting movie, a bobsled movie. Sit on ice. If only there were such a movie. There is one. Cool Cool runnings. runnings. (laughs) So, the Latvian bobsled team... Uh, Cannot catch a break. They are the third last competitors. They are in the box seat. Yep. They've come first. Yep. 
all they need to do is beat the times of the next two teams that are coming in. They're just sitting on the side watching the next two teams come down, Germany and Canada. Germany comes down. They beat the time. So the Latvians are like, okay, shit. Then the Canadians come down. And so the Latvians are in silver medal position. Yeah, they which, love which silver. Which they love. All about silver. But then Canada comes down and gets the same time down to the hundredth of a second of, like of the Germans. And what happens if you've never seen a tie in Olympic competition, that means that Germany and Canada get gold medals and then there's no silver and then it gets, <laughs> Latvia gets knocked down to bronze. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So they were five one-hundredths of a second off winning their first gold medal. Ever. And it's, it all comes down to one run. Their yeah. second run was, was balls. It was absolutely abhorrent. Yeah. They muffed their entire Olympics based on one run. They ranked 10th for that run. For their other three runs, they ranked first, 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 and, first second. and second. Yeah. So, I mean, look, bobsled is an unforgiving sport. We're, we're fully aware of that. But if you hate winning, you won't win. And that's what's happened with Latvia. It's, We're convinced that their program... They are they are just in their own heads. Yeah. They're they, in their own heads. Way, way, way too far in their own heads. And the... the I mean, it's people might be thinking, us talking about this and being like, their second run was dog shit because we're sitting like fat asses in a hotel watching them being like, you guys fucking stink. And, and you'd be totally correct, apart from the fact that Rig and I have spent a shitload of time in our bathtub... <laughs> Just running through the turns, just making sure we're in sync. We know bobsledding. Uh, but the the thing to remember is that horror that horror run, that dog shit run, that second run that they did. It was only like it was still very fast. It was forty nine point like eight five or something like that. But in the scope of what was happening, it was like it was a it was a death knell completely. And I think as well that people who say, "Oh." Armchair experts, where do you guys get off? Uh, you know, stop hanging shit on people who are trying, etc. If a Latvian bobsledder came to where I work when I was fucking up and pointed it out, I would say, fair enough. Yeah. I don't need to know your qualifications, but if I am fucking up, then please tell me. Yeah. Because that is true. That's how you get better. That's how you get better. Yeah. Constructive criticism. Right. So we are going to move on. To the 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 man of the hour. Mm. Uh, well, he's been the man of the of the whole week. <laughs> he's been the man of the whole month. He has. He's he's a phantom. Yeah, he's he is of course the most well known oiled up rig in the entire world. It is <laughs> on the internet. It is Peter Taufer Tafua from Tonga. Bang. We are trying to line up an interview with him. He is just, and we're making assumptions here. Longbows. But he's getting lit. Yeah. And he's getting lit with all those dudes that he carried over at the finish line. The Mexican guy and the... Who else was it? He just said, I'm in a cab with Mexico and Chile. And Doesn't like, even use their names. No, no. Love it. He's he's basically conducting his own small United Nations Security <laughs> Council. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the car with Panama and Mexico City. Um, yeah. So here's our co- uh, conversation thus far. Basically... We're trying to have a have a chat with him. He's a very hard man to get hold of. We've just gone great. Skype is easiest for us, pal. His response: Hey, buddy, just in the car at the moment with Mexico and Chile to gang new him. Can talk from here if that works. Unfortunately, we were getting lit as well. Yeah, and we were not in a position to conduct an interview. So we responded: All good, mate. We're out currently. Can we grab you tomorrow morning or mid arvo? The response: Do you guys snowboard? 
end conversation, end transmission. <laughs> so we responded, obviously. We know about them. We're aware of their existence. Where is this going? <laughs> and we're yet to hear back. Oh, man. He has got us hook, line, and sinker. Completely. He's, he, he's, he's just dropped, dropped an amazing message to us, and we've just gone... Where? Where is this going? I want to know. He's an enigma. He's an enigma wrapped in a Rubik's Cube. And we're pretty excited to eventually get uh, get to chat with him. I have a feeling that it's going to need to be us physically going and knocking on his door and being yeah. like, mate. Let's get this done. He's gonna be like he's gonna be like a teenager. He's gonna be sleeping all day for the rest of the Olympics because he's just gonna be going off like a Fergie national anthem at the NBA All Star game. Oh, I hope he has a better night than her. <laughs> <laughs> that was a train wreck. Oh, that was gross. So, minnow medals. Yes, minnow medals. Uh, not a whole lot of changes, but Latvia, as a result of their showing in the bobsled. Uh, have come away with another gallium and a steel, just pulling away yep. from New Zealand in second place and Andorra in third. But as we said, fuckers can't catch a break. But other than that, business as usual. Yep. So there's uh, obviously a lot of uh, of medals that are going to be sorted out, especially for the minnows, because there's snowboarding, big air, half pipe. The Kiwis are all over that shit like a rash. Yeah. Um, and I think La- I think the sliding events are pretty close to being done. So I don't yeah. know that Latvia is going to add there's too gonna, much more from here. There's going to be a real late push from New Zealand and Andorra, actually. Yeah, Team Pursuit, obviously, with our yep. boy Peter Michael. Yeah, boy. Um, is on Wednesday. So, yeah, Kiwis, they're, they're coming like a train. Absolutely. It's going to be the best, which moves us on to our next segment. It is the very broad stroke segment, Career Advisors, where we cram everything in that doesn't fit under the umbrella of any other segments that we've created. Absolutely. Just like a high school career advisor, we are bringing to you some correct information, some incorrect information, and (laughs) terrible advice. Just like a high school career advisor, we are phoning it in. (laughs) We're also part-time geography teachers. (laughs) Right. So, yesterday, we went out, as you mentioned, we got lit. We went to Ixiondong. It's a it's a lovely old part of Seoul where it's it's characterised by a bunch of old sort of uh, old buildings with with kind of older architecture and stuff like that. That's very beautiful. Yeah, but they've a also tiny, got tiny hut style architecture. Yeah, small hut style architecture. They've got a bunch of tea houses there, etc. But they've also got a bunch of you know hip bars and 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 restaurants and stuff like that. And we we got around it. In in the big in the biggest of ways, we had our tracksuits on, our Rigistani tracksuits uh, decked out. The eyes were burning holes in those tracksuits, though. Oh yeah, it was. As I've said before, and I will say many times again, not sure how I'm going to return to life where I don't have the Olympic rings on a glow in the dark tracksuit. Yeah, because it is it's celebrity status. Oh, it it, it totally isn't. I mean, you you have to understand that the, the people that are what what we heard from Erin, our translator, was that uh, it, it's it's more of a cultural thing for people not to stare because it's rude. Uh, obviously, that translates to many cultures around the world. But the younger the younger Korean uh, people that we saw out last night oh, that's gone out the window. They just absolutely yeah. They, they they were just full full blown, just looking at us, taking photos, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And it was yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was it was great, and obviously we're um, we're basking in the in the glory that we've created rather than earned. But yep. at the same time, uh, fuck it, if you got it, flaunt it. Yeah. So we happen we happen to have these tracksuits. So we effectively um, were wandering through um, a a bunch of these bars, and we went cool. Time to uh, time to pick one, jump in. We have 
had an interesting experience where we found ourselves a whiskey bar. Yeah. So we're looking at the menu and it's saying uh, Lagavulin 16, which is a single malt scotch. I mean, this is something that retails for about $130 a bottle in Australia. Yep. It says $2.50 a dram, which is a a nip. It says 2.5. Yeah. That's what it says on... On the actual, so just a little little note about the Korean currency. It's called the won, uh, and it is one of those ones that just has heaps of zeros in it. Yeah, it's so about, it's got it's like about a thousand to one. It's like a thousand to one. So a dollar is a thousand one. So most things that you buy, if you go out for a meal or something like that, like a, you know, you're paying like you know anywhere from fifteen to twenty thousand for a, a main dish. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of zeros involved there, and you have to really catch yourself. But the way that this menu was set out it said. 2.5, which you would assume means 2,500, which is $2.50. So we have asked the waitress this, checked it, said, is this 2,500? And she said, yes. We've proceeded to have, and, and we're like, well, where's the catch? Because a bottle was, yeah. was 34,000, which is $34, $35. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. Because again, it's 130 bucks in Australia. So we thought that we had, we'd struck gold. Yeah. Get these, uh, these drams. Uh, we drink our single malt. We're like, fuck, this is amazing. We mm-hmm. just, just found the holy grail. Yep. And then the bill arrives. Yeah. And I think we kind of thought that that was a possibility. We fucking knew with all certainty that we were going to get dicked. And dicked we did get. <laughs> we, we got that receipt. The fucking zeros were lighting up like the 4th of July. <laughs> and it was 50,000 won, which is $50 for two drams of scotch. Yeah. So we have uh, have proceeded to say, you know what? We'll cop that one. This is uh this is this is on us. But then only <laughs> but but then on second thoughts we're like, "Hold on, mate." You told us this was this was twenty five hundred, and we went completely the other way because homie don't play that shit. Absolutely. So called out, called them out on it. Said I thought this was good. this was only twenty five hundred, and the waitress immediately went, "Oh yeah, actually here you go," and just printed off a new receipt for five bucks. Yeah. So this thing swung aggressively back in our favour. Yeah. To be fair, I feel like she thought that this was a battle that she was not going to win. She I, was like, "Oh no." I th- I think that there were there were a series of language barriers in play. Oh yeah, uh, along with the ever so slight possibility in her mind that we were actually Olympians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did not want a negative review on that bar. No, no, definitely. So walked out five bucks lighter, two two drams of whiskey in the in the amazing gallon. Yeah, um, and proceeded to go to a uh, dumpling place that we'd that we'd put our names down for. Yeah. And we go in there, and I mean, this place is is very well known uh, amongst the local community. I mean, it's got one of the it's one of those places that has a waiting list on the door. Yeah, just a clipboard that is stuck to the window. People just writing their names down, and they they just roll through these these uh, these reservations. Our, our name stuck out like dogs. Balls our names, because our names. it was Korean uh, characters, and then it just said fucking Gus, <laughs> Gus. And uh, we, when we were in the bar doing the whole the whole whiskey thing and battling our way to a five dollar bill, we I, I went out and checked and and we'd missed our reservation and and the girl had come out and she goes, "Hey, are you Gus?" And I'm like, 
I'm thinking to her, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm a sign- gi- I'm a six foot two white guy in a glowing yellow tracksuit. Sign yourself up for Mensa. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? Of course it's me. Uh, and then unfortunately we missed our reservation, but we eventually got in and we go in there and she's just like, great. I'm going to need you to take your shoes off. And we're wearing like Arctic boots, by the way, all over Seoul, like what? we're about to scale Everest. Yeah, we're Edmund Hillary personified. Yeah. And she goes, here's your table. Table was such a generous term. <laughs> It was, I, our reaction was how I imagine uh, a stripper feels the first time they walk into a club and are told, that's where you're performing. Like, yeah, it was tiny, elevated, yeah. and there wasn't enough room for us. No, not at all. It, it it was a table in the same way that one of those small Zen sand pits is a beach. It's a beach. It's Co- just correct. absolutely no idea. There wasn't enough room in between the table and what was a uh, thinly constructed zoo fence that was meant to pen me into my area. <laughs> so I've slithered in there after taking my uh, my boots off, and neither Rig or I have been uh, particularly uh, adhering to our fitness regimes while we've been over here. <laughs> so if there's anything to make you feel like a beached whale, it's getting on your side and trying to slither underneath a fucking small canteen tray. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I all parts of my body are hitting wood. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was real bad. But thankfully, we, we, we eventually got another table and the... <laughs> It was real weird. Have you ever seen in those in, in movies and TV shows, there'll be a person who'll be like, you know, sitting in a bar, like a, like a good-looking woman or, or a handsome guy, and all of a sudden a martini will be dropped in front of them, and the bartender will be like, this one's been bought for you yeah, by, by this gentleman or this lady. Yeah, we had the, that. The waitress comes over and she's like, this one's on the house. What was it? A weird-ass carbonated Korean drink and a Coca-Cola. <laughs> Fucking made the big time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She followed up with, we need a photo with you people before before you leave. Yeah. Which what sounded more like it a sounded police super, request. <laughs> it sounded a super, fan request. Yeah, the Rigistani in me was like, that's super racist. What do you mean, you people? How dare you? <laughs> You think you think you can over, overlook your racism with this free Coke and whatever a Chong Sum ginger drink is? But that was great. That was that was a lot of fun. But the uh, the other big news come out of yesterday was that uh, we mentioned this on yesterday's cast. My Tinder profile is activated. It sure is. It sure is. For anyone that listens to the cast religiously, you know that our aim is to make Rigistan. As, as official and uh, recogn- well recognised as possible, absolutely. And we we were on uh, Triple J this morning, have a chat to Ben and Liam about the fact that we had actually gone and put up the bio. It's it's bad. It's real bad. We oh. we we had a chat to Steve Bradbury, and he was just like, "Yeah, maybe put something like lactic acid junkie in there." That made the cut. It did. It made the cut. It was uh, one, of a, one of a few comments. One that of a made few the cut. comments. Yeah. So, what, we, how does your bio read? So, <laughs> the bio reads as such. Rig, 29. Athlete. Oh, loose. Proud Winter Olympian. Ski emoji. <laughs> Lactic acid junkie. Strong arm emoji. Good. Strong start. Here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink face emoji with tongue sticking out. <laughs> and then it ends with... If you don't deserve me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best, which is an absolute mauling <laughs> of that Marilyn Monroe quote, which many people have said 
is not actually a Marilyn Monroe quote. Yeah, we're getting that feedback. We've put that, uh, we've put Riggs, uh, Tinder profile up on our Instagram, which is yeah. at Gus and Rig. And a lot of people are coming back and saying, okay, well, this is what you got to do here, here, and here. There's, uh, there's some Tinder experts that come out of the woodwork because yeah. Rig and I have no fucking idea what we're doing. No, we've got no idea. The last time I was single, Tinder wasn't even invented. I feel like on the other side that I'm like the fucking old dude from Shawshank Redemption. I've got the world's it's changed, changed around me. <laughs> it's just, changed around me. I've got no idea what's happening. Yeah, you're just carving your name into a piece of wood. Yeah, grabbing, exactly, the grabbing the rope. I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah, so uh, today will be our our day of photoshopping rig uh, into various Olympic photos, um, <laughs> podiums, uh, finding a drugged out tiger, <laughs> yeah. get, get, getting him topless under a waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> with a huge fish on a boat, <laughs> beers with the boys so you don't know which one of the guys I am. Yeah, just group <laughs> shots, just group <laughs> shots what I want. So uh, our aim of of uh, starting up a Tinder profile for Rig is to to get his face and profile on one of those Instagram accounts that just tries to oust um, Olympians and their Tinder profiles. If that happens, my God, we know we've made it, and we've, that, we've made it. And we we needed to say that because I feel like if if people took it out of context, it just sounds like we're trying to swindle people. Yeah, uh, that's it's definitely not the case. We're not. On, we're not on the tear. I shouldn't say we're, you're married, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm living vicariously through you. So uh, you, I'm might not, say, uh, you might say we're not on the tear. I'm, I'm, I'm not on the tear. So, uh, <laughs> so we, we, that, that is the objective. The objective is to get us on one of those creepy Instagram. I just took a screenshot of this Olympian. I'm, I'm now going to put it up on this feed type thing. Yeah, I- exactly. Which is gross, but if we make it, we'll be the best. Oh, but the final part of the, uh, of the news is, Time to start flagging uh, our end game. Yes. So, before we finish up at the at the Winter Olympics, and before the Winter Olympics finishes up with us, <laughs> it is it is going to be our mission to sneak into the Olympic Village. Absolutely. We're enlisting the help of everybody that has uh, we've interviewed over here. Peter Michael's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have obviously Sarah Hoffman, Hoffmania. Yep. Uh, Peter, once he starts, he stops asking us cryptic questions like, uh, if a tree falls in the woods, do you guys snowboard? If a train leaves Chicago, traveling at 125 k's an hour. Yeah. He's, he'll, he'll give us a hand. Yeah. And worst case scenario, if the horribly mashed up, uh, and thrown together lanyards that we made don't get us in and neither do our friends, we'll just go to Canada House and tear it up with the Brams. Yeah, the Brams. (laughs) Which brings us to our final segment of the cast. It is, of course, the one, the only donut spotlight where we shine a light on one of the countries that is competing at these Winter Olympics but have never tasted success in the form of a gold medal. Gus, what have you got today, bud? Mate, we're looking at the very proud, very devoid of medals, the country of Lithuania. Ooh, yeah. Yep. They have been at uh, every Winter Olympics since 1928. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. It does not make for successful reading. Yeah. Zero Winter Olympic medals. Zero, zero, nothing, fucking nothing. Wow. So they were uh, they were part of the Soviet Union from fifty two to eighty eight. Yeah, and some Lithuanians won medals under under, under the USSR. I was about to ask. Yeah. Um. But once again, not counting. Unfortunately, that doesn't count. Yeah. So 
the closest that they have ever come was fifth in the 10,000 metres speed skating in 1928. <laughs> you've you got to understand, for speed skating nowadays, there's maybe five nationalities that, yep. that do it. Yep. It's like Canada, Italy, Korea, the uh, Germany and the Netherlands. That's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all of them. Oh, the Koreans. Koreans. And then there's up. yeah, that's what I said. There's Koreans. Of oh, course, shit, I put the Koreans. But like, I mean, there are a few outliers every now and then. There's Kiwis, Great Britain. Uh, you know, the Kiwis and such. But but, but usually it's just five. But Jeez. yeah, and 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 people don't come out of the woodwork. But because it was 28 and it's it's very early on, this was yeah. their best crack. Yeah, they came fifth out of seven. Oh no! And the winner's time uh, was. 18 minutes, 36 seconds. They finished in 20 minutes, 22 seconds. So they're not, they're not really hot on the heels. No. After that, it is a fucking graveyard of success. <laughs> <laughs> like, compared to what, what was going to happen in the next 90 years, yeah. they should have just fucking packed up shop then because it was going to get way worse before it got better. <laughs> so Lithuania has done the best... Uh, in in terms of events uh, at the Winter Olympics in figure skating, oh. that's been their best uh, their best results. Okay, ice dancing specifically, right? So the reason that um, that they've had their uh, their best result ever it was at the two thousand and fourteen Sochi Olympics. Okay, yep. Uh, when their ice dancing pair. Of uh, oh, this is going to be so good because Lithuanian is ridiculous. Give it to me, Dividas Stagnionas, <laughs> <laughs> and and his partner Isabella Tobias. Oh no! <laughs> oh fuck! I was hoping for so many letters. Um, but the Lithuanian president refused. What's his name? Oh, shut up! Hold on. <laughs> So, so, so you'd think that if you were searching for Winter Olympic success, yeah. you'd be giving out citizenship like it was going out of fashion. <laughs> yeah. The Lithuanian president, Dalia Gribalskiet. <laughs> One more time. Dalia Gribalskiet. <laughs> in, in, in 2000. That, that, is, that is my. That is my favourite one so far. After Snorri Snor- Snorri Inarson from Iceland. So, so Lithuanian president. Uh, I'm just just gonna call just gonna call it Big D. The Prez um, has refused to give citizenship to Isabella um, in 2010. So they didn't go. They didn't go to the Olympics oh. because she was like, nah, or he, I'm not sure. <laughs> Dal- <laughs> Dahlia. Could be, could be anyone. Yeah. Uh, no, no ice dance in 2010. So they got fucking schooled in all the rest of the events. It's like yeah. cross country skiing, 95th, <laughs> oh. shit like that. So 2014, uh, the, they weren't going to be able to go. Um, but the president, decided to give citizenship to Tobias on the 2nd of December 2013. The Olympics are on like the fucking 1st of Feb. Yeah. So once again, it's one of those things where obviously someone's gotten in the president's ear and, and said, 
I just want you to know that since 1928, our best finish was fifth out of seven in the speed skating, where we are no longer allowed to compete. Yeah. We need this. Yeah. Yep. Qualified for the, uh, for the Olympics, uh, and came in with a noble 17th. Out of? Uh, 36. Oh, middle of the pack. Yep. Yeah. That's their best. Wow. It's the best they've done. Oh, jeez. And the future's not looking bright, is it? It's looking so bad. It is just looking... <laughs> the future is looking dark. It is It is like the Blade Runner outlook. <laughs> Shit is bad. It's going to get worse. Who's a human? No one knows. <laughs> Future is black as the night sky. <laughs> so, basically, at this Olympics, uh, the flag bearer is biathlete Thomas Kokenas. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and He's actually uh, racked up some minnow medals. He has, he has. He's been he's been doing pretty well. So, um, he finished seventeenth in the men's sprint, seventy uh, eighth in the men's individual, thirtieth in the men's uh, mass start, etc. But outside of that, oh my god, does it make for some brutal reading? Like <laughs> the cross country, ninety fourth, ninety sixth, and seventy third. Um, uh, someone DNF'd the thirty k skiathlon. Um, the Men's cross country sprint, sixty fourth and forty fourth, and then a litany of horrible biathlon finishes, like eighty second, eightieth, seventy fifth, sixty fifth, forty ninth. Yeah, it's not not looking great. Yeah, yikes. So, yeah, f- future's not looking too bright. This games has been another fizzer for them. Sounds like. Yeah, I think what they've got to do is just accept that the only way to, to break the duck here is to start stealing athletes. And and <laughs> and the more that we or do... Or getting, getting the band back together, oh. calling Putin and making the USSR I would, a thing. I'd be, I'd be knocking on the door like a guy's had too much to drink and can't get into his own house. <laughs> Saying, look, we realise that it's actually way better in the, in the warm doping bosom of, <laughs> of Russia. <laughs> you guys got any of those fucking sweet curling vials left? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's Donut Spotlight for today. Beauty, which means that's the end of today's cast. If you want to follow us, make sure you chuck in Medallica into Facebook. We put a bunch of stuff up there. We also are pretty present, pretty damn present on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at Gus and Rig. Uh, we're putting up a bunch of content there all the time. And because we are part of the People's Republic of Rigistan, we're always looking for people to give us amazing suggestions on things to do and, and questions and stuff like that. So make sure you get around that. Yep. And finally, uh, to everyone that likes us on Facebook, uh, thank you so much. We just ticked over 10,000, uh, and that is in- incredibly unexpected, mostly because you guys all need to get your heads checked. Yeah, um, you are mental. But if you jump onto Facebook right now, there is a uh, small uh, comp that we're, that we're running Ugh. where the suggestion for a cocktail or spirit that gets the most likes, we will do live. It's uh, the one that's really freaking out, Riggs' mum. <laughs> really, really freaking out, Riggs' mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's gone off the deep end. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See you guys.